because we now have the Cinema Giant! Hello, 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 and welcome to the Cinema Judge. I hope my voice finds you well. To all my normal listeners, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, welcome aboard. Now, approaching the bench today, we have an animated action-adventure movie called Migration. Now, here's a storyline. A family of ducks try to convince their overprotective father to go on a vacation of a lifetime. But listen to this cast. Kumail Nanjani, Elizabeth Banks, Danny DeVito, Keegan-Michael Key, Aquafina, Carol Kane. What an amazing voice cast. Just that alone is pretty impressive. Here's a trailer for Migration. Maybe we should go say hi. Hey there. Dax talked to a girl. A girl? He wants to marry her. What? I didn't say that. You said it with your eyes. What? He's hitting me! He's hitting me! They must be migrating. Migration? What a stupid idea. Okay, you're impossible. Because I found a safe place for us to live. I want us to get out and see the world. What sort of father would I be if I put my young fowl in harm's way for no reason except a chance at a Caribbean vacation? I don't want to miss out on life because you're afraid to leave this pond. Here we go. Tail for the torsion. Check. Wing deployment. Check. Let's fly. The sun shining through with just a cloud. birds heading this way what is this place I promised adventure and this is exactly what I promised what is that duck a la rouge which duck a la rouge it's you with Larange on top. Ma, can we land? You're old enough to do it in the sky now. We have a number two situation. Oh. But it's gross. Every bird does it in the sky. What if someone is looking down there? No one is looking down there. I told you, we are not landing. There is no way we're landing. Are you sure no one's watching? Win, Mallard. Do it now, or we leave without you. Okay, okay. Completely lost. We're trying to get to Jamaica. Come on, lovebirds. It's this way. Whoa, we are not flying through this crazy death trap of a city. Just stick close to me and everything will be all right. <gasps> I'm okay. Yeah, no, I'm okay. We can do this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ha <laughs> ha. You missed, but Maybe don't stick too close. Coming up next, we have a featurette. Now, in this featurette, the director talks a little bit about the characters and the story 
an incredible cast involved in this film. And here's the deal about these featurettes. They have clips, they show on the set stuff, they show in the studio. At the end of the show, I'm going to give you a website in case you want to watch this episode. You could go there and watch it on demand whenever you want. At the current moment, it's not there yet because it's Christmas Eve Eve. I'm sitting here 10 to 9 on the 23rd. So obviously nobody's in the studio and it won't be out there probably until next week or maybe a little bit after. But I assure you, this will be out there in case you're one of those people who really enjoy watching these. Because it's kind of fun when you get to put the image with the sound. Here's that featurette. Here we go. Gosh, this is it, guys. That is so good. Hear that? Hear that? <gasps> Migration is about relationship within the family of ducks. That's really funny and special. They must be migrating. We're going to Jamaica. I really want to see that. I want to go to Jamaica. What they make jam. The father is really protective with his family, and at some point he realized that actually the family wants more. I don't want to miss out on life because you're afraid to leave this pond. They need to discover the world. Let's fly. Rip you apart, then eat you. Dan, I don't know how they do it. What's the method? I was so lucky on the casting. Hi there, I'm Pam. I'm sharing my life with him, so I'm painfully aware of all the stupid things that come out of his mouth. Oh yeah, that's true. She is. <laughs> Just stick close to me, and everything will be all right. They're all so great, and it's this kind of session where you're just tired of laughing because you laugh so much. We're trying to get to Jamaica. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's in Queens, right? Uh, more south. The whole thing is about this journey to discover the world and embracing life. This isn't about migration. It's about adventure. Whatever you're expecting over there, it's going to be even better. It just totally amazes me sometimes when I really sit down to think about it, how long it takes to make these animated films. Several, several years. The commitment that everybody puts into it. And then you throw it out there, and then sometimes movies are maybe a big hit, or they're in and out of the theater, lickety-split. And I often think about the creators thinking, for them, I sacrificed all this time, and now it's gone. It's just funny how how the film world works that if you don't maybe hit it off right away, it starts getting pulled out of theaters. A lot of times these days, they don't allow a movie to get word of mouth cooking or just build its legs. And I get that. It's a huge business and it's not that way. Things alter, things change. I get it. But that's what I sometimes think about with any movie that comes out, but especially when it's animated movies, the time and commitment, it's just, it simply blows me away. Now, coming up next, we're going to hear from the director, Benjamin Renner. And he's going to talk about the story and the relationships that they put in these birds that make it relatable to us, the normal discussions, arguments. And also then after that, also talk about that in the same vein. We're going to hear from Elizabeth Banks, Cool Milo Nanjani, and then we have a clip for you. And in this clip, Mac, played by Cool Milo Nanjani, finally tells the family, we are going to Jamaica. And they're just like, are you kidding me? You, this is, they're all so thrilled. It's just kind of one of those fun moments maybe to think of when you were a young kid and your parents or your guardian says, hey, we're going so-and-so, and that joy that you feel. And that's what that, this scene's kind of about. 
But I just want to briefly talk about what these people have been involved in, just real quickly. Like Elizabeth Banks, she plays Pam, the mother, from Pitch Perfect, Scrubs, Cocaine Bear, Hunger Games, and I could go on and on with her. And she directs, produces, you name it, she does it. And that's what I like about a true entertainer, an artist, an actor. She does it all. She acts. And she'll do a voiceover. She directs. That's what keeps a a performer, I think, well-honed and focused and doesn't lose touch of where they are in the world or from the fan base. Because sometimes if you focus strictly on maybe one thing and one thing only, you start losing touch. And she is so focused. And I admire her so much in the diversity of her shows, in her movies, in her directing projects. That's what's truly amazing. So I have this nothing but the utmost respect for Elizabeth Banks. Look at what she's done with her career. And she has a long way to go. So I just I just like sitting back and seeing what she's going to do next. It's just mind-blowing, the talent. And I just it's just what a great person. And same thing with Kumail Nanjani, the big sick, Stuber, the boys, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And again, that's just a tip of the iceberg. The guy could do drama, could do comedy. We are truly blessed with the talent that we have out there in the acting world these days. People could do all kinds of films, and they will do a comedy. They will do an animated film, because that's what sometimes we want. It's entertaining. It's light. And it's just, I, again, this cast is just incredible. That all said, here's those interviews and the clip. Well, funny enough, it's just like the, the, when Chris Medandri offered me to work on this project, he told me he wanted to make a movie about ducks and... I thought that was a very silly idea, but I love silly ideas and I love to just go in this kind of weird bet. And we, I just love the idea of this little family and this relation of family within the... This, but just with Malads going through this huge, you know, like trip uh, around the world. And I just loved it, you know, like just the idea of doing an epic journey, but keeping this sort of like very familiar kind of, you know, like relationship between the characters and seeing them arguing and having fun and the way anyone can have with their own family or their friends or, or things like that. And I think we, we succeeded like feeling these very human relationship feelings within Mallards, which was like a weird bet, but I just loved, you know, like this kind of weird bet. So. Well, it's funny you say that because I started making this film Gosh, uh, probably a year before I even read the script for Cocaine Bear, actually. We've been working on it for... Animation takes a long time, and we had a big pandemic in the middle of uh, creating this movie for people. Um, I just loved the, the, the beginnings of the idea of this were just like this family um, with an overprotective dad and a mom who wants more out of life, and just how do we... What do we pass on to our kids, you know? What are we telling our kids about the world around them? That they should be afraid of it or that they should embrace it? And I just love the messaging in it. And then a super fun, exciting cast. (laughs) I thought it was a very relatable story, you know, like a dad trying to decide whether it's time to let the kids go off and have their own adventure or is it better to keep them definitely safe and perhaps a little bit, you know, uh, limited. So I, I, I thought that that was a very, very relatable thing, but I also felt like it was such a fun uh, adventure movie as well. Come on, we gotta get ready. Mac, ready for what? Nothing, just, you know, for our big, super fun family migration. What? Ha! But you didn't see that coming. Uh, are you serious? Yep, an adventure into the totally unknown. 
and I'm gonna love it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is, is this real? <laughs> what do you mean, is this real? We're really going. Yes. On a migration. Mm -hmm. To Jamaica? Yeah. Together. Yes. Like everyone. Yes. Including you. Yes, we are all going on a migration to Jamaica. And which language should I tell you? <laughs> Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. <gasps> I knew there was some adventure left in you. Wait, wait, wait! Now, like I previously stated, this movie is loaded with incredible actors. Coming up next, we're going to hear from a woman that's been everywhere, but that's for a reason, because of her extreme talent, Aquafina, and the character she plays is Chump. And we're going to have an interview with her. She talks about her character and her story. But let's just briefly, just, I mean, she's been in so much, I can't list it all here, but just briefly what she's been in the last several years. Crazy Rich Asians, Quiz Lady, Ocean 8, the TV show Aquafina is Nora from Queens. It's been amazing to watch her career just soar. I mean, when you look at her list of what she's in, you're like, oh my goodness, how does she have time to sleep? But again, that's for a reason, because of her talent. And then we're going to shift gears in our interviews a smidgen. Every movie has a look, and every film company has a style. This is from Illumination Films, the people who brought you the Minions. Now get that feel in your head. That's just, a, you know that look. These are the people that made this. And it's very fun to talk about that and see what a film looks like, the texture. It, it is, it's just so fun to see that. You can look at it and go, yep, this is that movie um, company, that's that movie company. So we're going to hear from the director. And I love when he talks about how he used old paintings as inspiration to try to set up some of the shots that they have here. And that's what I find incredibly fascinating. It's not just trying to say, okay, to slap together a scene, no one will care. They went to the extreme or to the detail of real paintings, real pictures, and how they could utilize that in an animated film. I really respect that because that means they care about us. It's not just trying to, again, slap it together just to try to make a buck. And then we're here for Elizabeth Banks talks about the look of the film. And again, back to Aquafina. And then we have a clip for you. And in this clip, this one just cracked me up. The family, they're flying high in the sky. They're doing their thing. And one of the young kids <laughs> suddenly has to go to the bathroom and they have to do a number two. And the the, child, the young bird is like, I, I'm terrified. It's just so adorable because you always picture that in your mind when you're flying up there. What are they thinking? Are they trying to aim at us? Like we always say that, oh man, you know, they were aiming at my car. And this, you get a behind the scenes image of a young kid trying not to because it grosses them out. So then basically they land and then they have the family standing right close to the camera in the background. Then you see the kid poke his head around the bushes. Are you sure nobody's watching? It's just one of those cute scenes where you just know what kind of stuff would happen if birds could talk. Um, you know, it, it's it's really an honor. I'm, I am a New Yorker, so uh, I think it, it's just an honor to play a, a pigeon. Uh, one with attitude, I, th I think so. Um, and it's been so fun. And, and, I, and I really love playing the role of Trump. I loved working with, with the whole cast, and I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I think Trump is probably like uh, the most different bird I play. So it's, I think, my fourth or fifth bird, which is, I don't know if that's a compliment or an, an insult, but um, I, I, I really like get, getting into the character. And, and, um, and yeah, I, I like voice work because you, you, you literally don't have to wear, you just come in with like one croc on and you're good, you know? It's, it's nice in that way. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, figuratively and, and in, in the movie. Um, 
I mean, when I heard about this story, I thought it was really beautiful and this kind of like really cool um, kind of like metaphor for like what we, what we all do, you know. And I lo- I love that there's a the family aspect. I love that they have different stops along the way. I think it's a really beautiful story. Yeah. The look of the film, we really wanted to share this feeling that anyone can have, you know, when you get out of your comfort zone, like thinking, okay, I'm going to step out and and try to maybe do a huge hike or just discover the world, you know, like just not staying in your home and doing the same things over again. And we don't wanted to reward the audience with like this beautiful scenery that you can have when you do this kind of effort of going out and And, and so we really, you know, like watched all those beautiful paintings from the 19th century, like trying to understand how they managed to capture those beautiful, you know, like uh, just those moments that last for five seconds of a sunset or a sunrise or a moment with just clouds there and everything and try to share that with the audience. Yeah. It is. It's really, and to finally be able to share it with the world. And the animation is beautiful. I mean, there's a reason it takes a long time. This is in, incredibly detailed work. Oh, wow. Yeah, so good. I mean, the animation is insane. And, uh, like, the pigeon, like, has my eyelashes. I don't know how to describe it, but, like, the way that they kind of work in you and the character is always really cool. Mom! It's okay, Gwen. You can do it while we fly. Here? But anyone could see me. No one's watching, Gwen. You know what? I'll go up front. What's happening? <clears throat> we have a number two situation. Oh. Everything okay back there? Oh, oh, sorry, Gwen. My bad, my bad. Mom, I can't do it here. Can we land? No, we won't land, Gwen. You're old enough to do it in the sky now. But it's too much pressure. And it's gross. It's not gross. We're birds. Every bird does it in the sky. What if someone is looking down there? No one is looking down there. I told you, we are not landing. There is no way we're landing. Are you sure no one's watching? Gwen Mallard, do it now, or we leave without you. Okay, okay. Oh, she's perfectly capable of doing It's her okay, business in the Pam. sky, and yet here we are. Just let her be. Does anybody have a soft moss? Just use a leaf. I think we could all <laughs> relate to that scene in some kind of way. Now, we're not done talking about the incredible cast yet. Coming up next, we're going to hear from the incredible Keegan-Michael Key. He plays the character Delroy. But let's briefly cover, again, this is another guy. His list of shows, movies, just extensive. It would take me hours just to talk about all the stuff. But he's in the recent movie Wonka, Super Mario Brothers movie, Rick and Morty TV show, The Lion King. And again, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You know his work. And up next, he talks about his character, but also I love his interview because he talks about doing a Jamaican accent and how sometimes that could easily be bled into an Irish accent. And I just love the honesty, talking about doing these things that isn't as easy as we think it is, but trying to get that dialogue down and the accent down. I just find that incredibly funny. And one more thing I want to talk about these interviews. These are interviews done from the world premiere. They, these aren't done in a controlled environment. So all the stuff you hear, all the noise, that's from the world premiere. I just wanted to throw that out to you just so you know what's going on. Then we have a clip for you. And in this clip, the family meets up with Delroy, but Delroy's in a cage. And they're trying to talk to him about, how can we get you out of here? And he's just like, well, the key is way down there and it's guarded by this bad person. And so he has little hope. But I enjoy the final line in this scene. And I'll just, I'll just let that play out. I was, uh, 
I was very excited. I was I was like, this will be a fun challenge. I've never played Jamaican before, and I love doing dialect work. So it was really uh, it was really uh, exciting. Yeah, yeah. It. It, it is tricky because what happens with Jamaican is sometimes it can turn a little Irish. And, and so sometimes you find yourself going to Lucky Charms instead of being in a Jamaica when you're trying to stay in a, in a, stay in a type of uh, dialect. You know what I'm saying there, man? Okay. But it was a lot of, it was so much fun. Yeah. Dad, we're not really going to leave him here, are we? He looks so cramped in that cage. Come on, blow it out. Uh oh. Uh, well, uh, th- there's nothing we can do here, Dax. <gasps> we could get the key. No, kid. That's impossible. Why? Where is it? Down there. The chef keeps that key on him at all times. And trust me, you don't want to go anywhere near that lunatic. Him catch ya? Him turn you into Duckle Orange. What's Duckle Orange? It's you with Larange on top. Go ahead, give it a try. I bet you if you really think about it, it's easy to slip into Irish from Jamaican. I talked to somebody else about this recently, and they're like, no way. But give it a second. Try it. You'll see. You'll see what he's talking about. And coming up next, we're going to hear more from Keegan-Michael Key. And he talks about how his character is a metaphor for this entire family. And it's really cool to hear him delve into that. And then we're going to hear from the director talking about working with such an incredible cast, but also working about them in the studio. That's kind of stuff I really like to sink my teeth into, hearing about that stuff, hearing about on the set, creating these these characters, and that whole process. Because like we said earlier, these kind of movies take years to do, from the animation, doing the voiceovers, and they change it over and over again. It's just It just blows me away. It's so fun to hear a director talk about this kind of stuff. And then we're going to hear a little bit more from Kumail Nanjani. And he talks about, in real life, he doesn't have kids, but he has a cat. And he's so protective of it. <laughs> that's just so adorable. Just, that's just a fun it's a fun story I didn't expect when I was listening to these interviews. I'm like, oh, that came out of nowhere. That's so cool. That's just a little, little slice of his life. But he talks about his character not being brave. And then, boom, it suddenly becomes brave. And it's just, it's just a really fun interview. Give it a, give it a shot. And then we going to have a clip for you. And in the next clip, they free Delroy. And Delroy's just thrilled. He's just hugging everybody. And he looks at Mac. And he says, you, you, sir, are the bravest one. And Mac is taken aback. He's like, what? And you hear his voice change. It's really fun. It's quite funny. And he's like, oh, I, I'm not brave. And it's just that whole scenario of, He's finally finding his place in the family and finding some courage. I, I, I felt that it was interesting. My, my character is kind of a literal metaphor, him being in a cage, for I think um, the family's issues, which is that they're, it's like we need to bust out. We need to go on an adventure. We need to live our lives as opposed to stay here in the pond. And he was a person who was forced to stay in that cage until he, until he gets broken out. He's kind of like a symbol for the rest of them, that we should travel, we should go out into the world, you know. Oh, wow, yeah, that was, like, for me, it was really uh, fantastic having the chance of working with all those people. There was Kumel Nanjani, who is being Mac, the, 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 the father that doesn't want to go out of his pond and everything. Elizabeth Banks, of course, who's the mother, much more, like, you know, open-minded and everything. And Danny DeVito was the old uncle, like, grumpy little guy. And 
this little family, you know, like the, they, when I, I met them for the first time, they really were the characters. I really wanted, I told them, like, just be natural, like, just be yourself and have fun with that. And, and that was really great because I could really also get their experience as, you know, like, people, like, Elizabeth Banks as a mother and Uncle Dan as an uncle as well, you know, like, how he, t how he acts with his nephews and everything and share with their experience. So that was, it was great, like, just having the chance of sharing those things with them and, and make them ad lib, you know, like, find ideas on, on the way and they could find, like, so much wonderful ideas and relatable little things as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely like Mac, but I haven't yet discovered the joy of the world outside. I don't have kids, but I have a cat, and I am so, so protective of her. So I totally, totally related with Mac until he had his character shift and became adventurous, and then I had to act. You did it! I can't believe it! I was in a cage, and now I am not. In, and now, not. <laughs> and you did it! All of you! <laughs> but you... You wild duck, you! <laughs> you must be the bravest duck me ever meet. Oh, I'm not that. <clears throat> I'm not that brave. What? You knew the danger? You did it anyway. What do you call that? Yeah, you're right. I guess that is the only word that describes who I am. Did you hear that? You call me brave. So you want to go to my island, eh? I will be honored to take it in myself. <gasps> you do that? <laughs> For you? Me do anything because I can do anything! Woohoo! I can go here or I can go here! Free as a bird! But cause I'm a bird! <laughs> now in that clip, you hear his joy. And he's just he's just really trying to sell it. In this next interview, we're gonna hear from him talking what he used to find that inspiration. And he talks about the director told him channel Freddie Mercury. And if you guys out there who are unfamiliar with Freddie Mercury, he's the lead singer or was the lead singer for the phenomenal band Queen. And remember, they were a subject of a movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, a couple years back. So just for those of you who are unfamiliar with Freddie Mercury by the name, that's what he's talking about. If you've never listened to their music, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Or maybe after the show. Do yourself a strong, incredible favor. Queen, throw down. You'll love it. The talking about that, talking about how the director goes, channel that energy of being free. And I love how he talks about that. But he also talks about when he's in the studio, how he really does go the extra mile. He uses facial expressions. He goes further because you have to sometimes overact because it's only your voice. These are those kind of interviews I just love. Think Freddie Mercury. Yes, he did say that to me. He did say that to me, didn't he? Yeah, I, 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 I feel like really what it was is that joyfulness that you were talking about you saw in the scene where I come out of the cage is that he wanted there to be this almost rock and roll squeal of, 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 of joy and freedom and that was the Freddie Mercury of it, yeah, yes. Well, the funny thing is I do use my, my facial expressions and body language in the booth, in the booth, and, and um, I, I think that I actually find animation to be less difficult because I'm I'm, I think you're allowed to overact a little bit because you're trying to match the look of the characters, which are always bigger than life or exaggerated, and so that you get to put more of yourself into it. And uh, that, to me, is, is really fun. Now, coming up next, we have another clip for you. Now, in this clip, the family, they're on, in a pond, and they come across a character, Aaron, voiced by Carol Kane. And the character she plays is a much bigger bird. 
and, and theoretically, she could use the children as lunch if she wanted to, but the kids don't know that. They're very naive. So they're like, hey, how you doing? And the parents are like, uh-huh, yeah, great, yeah. And she picks up the kids and hugs them. Oh, they're so adorable. And <laughs> the kids don't understand the, the potential for danger. Obviously, there's not going to be danger. But the parents, being parents, are very cautious of like, they just, the whole scene is kind of about them trying to get the kids away without causing a major commotion. Just another example of the trials of being on a road trip with your parents and being an adult and fearing everything that your kids might get in trouble doing. Then after the clip, we're going to hear from the director and he talks about what kind of movie he wanted to make. And during the interview, this is just very fun. He's giving an interview to the person who's interviewing him. And in the, right behind him, Keegan is walking by him. And Keegan kind of, kind of comes over to him and hey, interrupts the whole interview. Hey, you're real. Good to meet you. And they hug each other. It's just a fun moment because they weren't in the studio together. They were doing it on Zoom. So that just, that brief, spontaneous moment really captures, oh, it's really nice to finally meet you and not just see you on the Zoom. I don't know. It, it, for whatever reason, that little scene coming up here in that interview this is very real. And then we're going to hear from cast members. We're going to hear from Elizabeth Banks just talking about working with the director and doing it over Zoom and how different that is compared to in the studio. And a lot of these movies for you know coming out now that are an animated sort, they have been done through Zoom and maybe at their own homes or wherever they do them, but it's, it wasn't the same thing. So that's another thing to kind of take to effect here. A lot of these things were done just randomly away from everything, not even working with anybody in the studio. Then we're going to hear from Keegan talking about meeting these people for the first time and the director. And then also Aquafina talks about that. And then we're going to hear from Elizabeth Banks and she talks about this movie capturing those simple family moments. And then we're going to hear from Aquafina talking about just almost everybody can relate to this movie. And then finally we're going to hear from the director and he also talks about Everybody in this fam- everybody in your family will understand this film. Everybody will be able to quote the lines. It's just fun hearing him talk about basically how this relates to everybody. Are you sure you have to go already? I'll miss your kids so much. They are so adorable. And you taste so good. Maybe I'll eat you. Uh. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Huh? It's a joke! Oh. It's a joke! <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> 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 Time to go. Thanks for everything. Goodbye. Oh, I have a guitar goodbye. No, 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 no. Blow him a kiss. Mwah. Mwah. No, 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 no. You don't have to walk closer. You're good there. Well, uh, I, I, I couldn't really tell. For me, it's just like... um. I just wanted to make this movie that everyone can relate to because I just love myself watching children movies or, you know, like every kind of audience, family movies. So I just wanted to do something where anyone could have fun. And and uh, and, and then again, the idea was to, hey, how are you? Sorry, I just you? never met him in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never, ever like, seen you're you. Real. You're real. You're, right, right. <laughs> you're not just an, not just an <laughs> image on a screen. Yeah, because right. we did all the, the action. The whole thing was done. Yeah, 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 it was great. So nice to see you. Yeah. That's crazy. He's real. It <laughs> like, looks just like yeah, yeah, just like the parrots. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what's wild is I got to meet him in the beginning, and then the pandemic happened, so it was only over Zoom. 
and he's French, um, and I have, and he loves to do a lot of the voices. Um, so he would put things into the into the film, and and we would get to listen to him. So I actually weirdly also feel like I know him as an actor, not just as a director. I think he'd be horrified by that, but um, I found his. Vocal performance, really fun to listen to as we were making the movie. I know for the first time, it was just this is exciting. I know it, it's uh, we were shooting some of this during COVID, and so uh, this is the first time I got to meet Benjamin, the director, and it's uh, nice. He's very handsome in real life, very very French and handsome. And I, I was uh, I was really thrilled to be able to do that finally after all this time. That's the interesting thing about animated films is that you get that you get it's like a reunion with people you've never met before. <laughs> It is. It's always weird to like see everybody after um, after hearing their performances and acting like, you know, in the in the booth with them. So yeah, it's really nice to be here. Um, I'm so grateful to hear him say that. I will say the sessions were quick. I really was connected to this character. I mean, I'm a mom. I have two kids. You know, they drive me as crazy as anybody. I thought a lot of this was very relatable. Um, I thought they really captured a lot of those simple family moments about, you know, whether it's the going to the bathroom moment or trying to sleep or, you know, all the things that you deal with with your young children as that frustrate you as a parent. Um, interacting with other people, not talking to strangers, you know. But then also letting them learn those lessons for themselves is also a big part of parenting. Well, I think we all know what it's like to go on a family vacation, you know, especially one that you don't really know what to predict and... Um, and, and yeah, I think there's something about family and like those memories that you get on, on, those, on those travels that everyone I think can really relate to. Fantastic movie for Christmas. And, and everybody in the family is being represented by somebody. So uh, everybody in your family is being represented by somebody in the Mallard family. So it's going to be great. Yeah, Christmas movie. Yeah, I, I think it's, for me, it's this kind of really family reuniting kind of movies, you know, like uh, where you just have everyone together and... And when you're out, you know, like the, the kids can do the lines of the, of the kids that you see in the movie. The parents can act the same because, oh, you're like this dad, you're like this mom, or like this kind of, of relationship. And that's what I loved about this. Yeah, I wanted to share. Oh, you're welcome. Have fun today. Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks a lot. So what do you guys think? Does this movie sound interesting to you? Let me know. And let me, let me know what you think of the show. Let me know what I could do to improve it. Because I can't grow if I don't know. Please let me know at Judge at hotmail.com or you can go to Instagram, YouTube. I have a lot of people commenting on YouTube. So go on YouTube. It might not be there right now because it might take me a little bit of time to put it up there, but it will be there. But that being said, feel free to leave a message there. Pinterest, Tumblr, Hive, Mastodon, TikTok. I leave a lot of stuff there. I'm also on threads. I'm on most platforms, not all of them, but I'm on a lot of them. But that's how I can make the show better, is by you let me know what I could do to improve it. And if you're part of the metaverse, if you ever go to the Horizon Worlds, I'm there hanging out a lot of times, a place called Ace of Clubs, Laser Tag. I'm there sh- shooting things up, having a fun time with my everybody there. We talk movies, what have you. So if you're into that world, if you ever go to the Horizon Worlds, go to Ace of Clubs, look me up, Cinema Judge, and let's talk movies while we laser tag it up. Now, if you want to watch the TV version of this, go to bit.ly slash cinemajudge. bit.ly slash cinemajudge. You can watch it there on demand whenever you want. It's usually up for a few months. It's not up there at this second, but after the holidays, it'll be up there. Because on the TV version, 
I have some fun B-roll of them at the world premiere, having interviews and just hanging out together. I love having that. Sometimes I could share that on a TV version, which I really can't do here. But if you're into that kind of thing, that's what I have there. And some of the interviews are a little bit out of order on a TV version compared to this. It just, something at the last second, I realized, ah, it flows better this way. So if you want to watch this on demand, whenever you want, or any other show that we've done lately, bit.ly slash cinema judge. Now, coming up next is one of my favorite parts of the show. This is where I thank you, the listeners, the people who took time out of your busy life to listen to this podcast. And this doesn't refer to other platforms. This just records or gives me ballpark of people who actually listen to it on the podcast version. It's not everybody, but it's a lot of you. From the United States, Germany, Bangladesh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Rhine, Westphalia, Boardman, Oregon, Frankfurt AM, Maine, Hesse, Salasa, Oklahoma, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, Tehaka, Stillwater, Minnesota, Farmington, Minnesota, Allentown, Pennsylvania, Germantown, Tennessee, Elk River, Minnesota, Memphis, Tennessee, Pasadena, California, St. Paul, Minnesota, Dallas, Texas, just to name a few. Every solitary one of you. I don't care how you listen to the show, whether you're listening at work, sitting at home, driving in your car, either way, I am just so thrilled you guys take time out of your busy life to listen to the show. I just want to provide a place for you to come and listen to about a movie. I'm not here to make noise, create more noise for you in your busy world. This is a movie oasis. You just come here, and you're not going to hear any yelling and screaming. That's not our jam here. Let Leave that to the professionals. I just like to talk movies. So wherever, whenever, or whatever you're doing, that was for you. In this week's Bourbon Shoutout goes out to the late, great Betty B. This woman touched so many lives, purest of hearts, kind to everybody you know. She was truly an amazing woman. She warmed everybody's hearts. Immediately, she made you feel like family. She will truly be missed. To everyone out there who knew Betty, you know what I'm talking about. You were a phenomenal human being, and you set an example that most of us could never reach. So, Betty, cheers. And as most of you know, like I just said, when I do the TV version of this, I'm listening to tunes. I'm cranking tunes because that's my happy place. Movies and music. I don't have to worry about doing any of this. I don't have to be talking, freaking out about it, panic attacks, none of that stuff. Just me, the music, and the movie I'm editing. That's, that's just home for me. And this week, I was just all over the place. It was Since it's the holidays, time of season, I created my own little playlist on my unlimited music deal. So, you know, just imagine a ton of different kind of music from the holidays. That's what I was listening to when I was editing this particular TV version, which becomes this, the podcast. Well, that is it. My glass awaits. I'm thirsty. So cheers to you and to the movies. So until next time, be well, be good, and I'm gone. I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Judge. (laughs) 